going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Wealth Accumulation Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Zimmerman, and in today's episode, we will go over, in my opinion, one of the best investment and retirement vehicles that are least talked about, and that's a health savings account. Now, right now, it's September 2021, and a lot of us uh, might be preparing for open enrollment that's coming typically beginning or middle of November. Uh, with that, you know, I think that this podcast and us talking about what a health savings account is, it's going to be pretty appropriate and pretty timely uh, for you guys to think about, especially if you're in a position where, you know, having a health savings account works, you know, it makes sense for you and your situation. So with that, let's go ahead and dive into what is a health savings account? How can I get one? And, and what's the benefit for me? So a health savings account, um, it's just like a personal savings you'd have at your local bank. Right, but the only catch to it is that the money that you put into it, uh, you can only use that money for qualified healthcare expenses. And the IRS has a publication five zero two where you know it's a long list of medical, dental, mental health, all the above types of qualified expenses uh, that you can use the money for. Right. Um, now, the other, let's say there's only you know, but there's a second catch to it um, is how do I open up health savings account? Well, in order to be eligible to open one up, you have to be enrolled in a high deductible health plan or HDHP, as you'll see on your open enrollment sheet. Um, you know, with that, for a lot of folks, especially if you're older or if you're not, you know, in the best of shape or have known medical issues that you have a lot of medical expenses, expenses, um, that you can pretty much bank on each year, you know, having a high deductible plan might not be the best thing for you because sure, your, your monthly premium is lower than a HMO or PPO plan, but your deductible is going to be a whole lot higher for you to meet in order for your insurance to kick in and start paying for those expenses. So, you know, really a, a health savings account, and a high deductible health plan a lot of times makes sense for a younger person, um, and especially for somebody that is in you know good health. They might only go to the doctor once or twice a year for a typical checkup, not on a lot of prescriptions. That's typically the type of person we'll see that you know a high deductible plan makes sense for, as well as having a health savings account. Okay. So with that, let's go through some of the advantages and disadvantages of a health savings account. So the first advantage is obvious. It's that you can pay for medical expenses with it, right? So the money that you have in the account, you can take out tax-free, penalty-free, and go pay for that qualified expense. Uh, the second benefit, which is awesome, is that others can contribute or that your employer, it's really what we mean by others, your employer can contribute. So this, and, and this is something that I, I can't believe a lot of people don't really talk about, but you know, the I, I call it the golden rule number one of personal finance. And that is, uh, you know, if you work at your company and you have a company 401k match, go grab that low-hanging fruit, that free money, right? Well, in my opinion, right next to that is, you know, again, if, if it makes sense for you to have a high deductible plan, your employer will typically give you free money, 
which for an individual is 500 to 1000 bucks. I know my company, it's $750 per year uh, that they'll give to you just by being enrolled in a high deductible plan, right? And I want you guys to remember the number, 750 bucks, because I'm going to run a scenario for you guys at the end of the podcast that is just eye-opening just by having this health insurance plan and having a health savings account. So that's the second advantage, okay? Now, the third advantage, which a lot of folks see as the biggest advantage, and this is where health savings account um, has has a reference to a traditional IRA or, you know, a lot of people, including myself, will call it a secret IRA, is the tax advantages that this account brings to it. So the first is, is your contributions. Your contributions to a health savings account is treated just as if you were contributing to a traditional IRA, okay? So it's considered pre-tax dollars. Um, It it is not seen, um, you're not, or I'll say, you're not subjected to federal income taxes on the amount of money that you put into a health savings account. Also, you get a tax deduction for every dollar that you put into your health savings account. So that's the first tax advantage. The second tax advantage is that the money that you put into the account, all right, it's just like an investment account. You can buy mutual funds and uh, bonds, you know, whatever you want inside of the account. Um, So as that money grows, it's tax deferred. So you do not owe taxes in each year that you have growth inside of the account, okay? Now, the third tax advantage is that if you have a qualifying medical expense, you can pull money out of this account tax-free. So this is one of the only retirement accounts or investment accounts where really you have triple tax advantages, right? You have a tax advantage when you put money into the account, get a tax deduction. You have a tax advantage as the money grows each year, which is, is deferring tax, deferring tax liability. And then the third tax advantage is whenever you have a qualifying medical expense and you pull money out of the account, it's tax-free. So how awesome is that? You put money into it, into the account, you get a tax deduction. As the money grows, you don't owe tax on it. It's tax-deferred. And then when you pull money out of it to pay for a medical expense, it's tax-free. So you guys can really see, especially if you're younger, I mean, the compounding power of interest that we've talked about before, as that applies to this account, you know, when y'all, when we start getting into that retirement age or that Medicare uh, eligible age, I mean, just by having your employer contribute to this account, we're talking a potential million dollar plus account here that's just sitting on the sidelines for us to use for any medical whatever life might throw our way right um so let's go ahead and get into um some of the disadvantages you know that's primarily the big advantages to these counts like i said Uh, also it is important to know uh for 2021 what the contribution limits are okay so for 2021, the contribution limit for an individual is $3,600. For a family, it's $7,200 per year. Um, also, again, if your employer contributes 
to your health savings account, that does go against how much money can be contributed. It is considered a contribution as if you're contributing to the account, right? So if you're an individual, your total you can put in is 3,600. If your company puts in a thousand bucks each year, well, that only leaves room for 2,600 more dollars that you personally can contribute to the account. So with that, so let's dive into um, some of the disadvantages. So first disadvantage, like we already said, is the high deductible, high premium health insurance plan. Again, you know, if, if you're older or if you have known health issues where you have a lot of health expenses, that high deductible health insurance plan, probably not going to be your best option. Um, the second thing is, you know, having what some people will call a pressure to save. Um, some people have this account and they say, man, you know, I, Hey, if my employer is giving me as an individual 750 bucks, uh, per year, but my, um, deductible is 5,000 bucks. Well, you know, what happens if the worst happens, you know, and I got to come up with an additional 4,000 bucks, uh, to meet my max out of pocket or whatever that may, that deductible may be. Well, that definitely is something to consider. And, you know, aside from this podcast, um, if you hear me talk about an emergency fund, you know, typically folks say three to six months, which that's a great starting point. But really, I like to get specific and say, what is your highest deductible you have um, out of everything, out of all the insurance you have, right? Auto insurance, um, homeowners insurance health insurance, what's your highest deductible? From there, at a bare minimum, you need to have that saved aside in your emergency fund. So, you know, another thing is if you guys don't have a healthy emergency fund set aside that could just alone meet your health insurance deductible, this might not be the best option to choose until you get to that point in your emergency fund. Um, And then, you know, the... Last big disadvantage uh, to this is taxes and penalties. So you say, well, wait a second, Nick, you just talked about this triple tax benefit earlier. That's you know, pretty much the biggest uh, benefit. Wait a second, where do taxes fit in? Well, taxes fit in if you take the money out of this account and go use it for any non-qualified medical expense. So if, you know, you start this at 25 years old and you get to be 50 and say, okay, you know, I got 500 grand in here. I'm going to go buy a Lamborghini with this money. Well, the IRS is going to say, hey, not so fast, chief. You know, we want our, we want our uh, slice of the pie, all right, that we haven't been getting for 25 years. So, you know, that's, that's one air quote negative. Uh, same thing with that traditional IRA, you know, if you get the tax advantage up front from contributing and you money grows tax deferred, well, yeah, you know, if you pull the money out and use it as a non-qualified expense, um, they're going to owe taxes on it. It's not what the account's designed for, right? Uh, the other thing is, is penalties. So if you withdraw money from the account before your age 65, and it is used for a non-qualified uh, expense, right? It's a 
not a medical expense, you're going to go buy a Lamborghini. You will owe, in addition to taxes, a 20% penalty. So depending on your situation, I mean, we're talking, you could owe, you know, 30%, 31% in income tax, and then you could owe 20% penalties. So you pull out a hundred grand, you could very well owe close to 50,000 bucks just in penalties and taxes, right? So that's a, a big disadvantage if you had to do that with this account. Um, but outside of that, so something that, you know, I'll, I'll leave you guys with, and to me is just the most powerful thing about this account, especially if you're a young person and, you know, you're, you have decent health, is just how big this account can grow given if you don't put a dollar into it. So this is what I currently do, and I think it's just awesome, especially for those of us that have uh, the option where your employer will give you X amount of dollars just to have a high deductible plan. So earlier I said my company will give me 750 bucks a year just to have a high deductible, high premium health insurance plan, right? So this is how awesome this is, right? So I'm 25 years old and the age of 65, that is your Medicare eligible age. That's whenever you can start receiving Medicare. Well, let's say if I just stay employed and any employer I go to, they're going to offer me the same kind of deal. They give me 750 bucks per year just to have a high deductible plan. Now, as I talked about earlier, you know, I'll never have to, unless God forbid some horrible, horrible, uh, you know, thing happens to me where for some reason my health insurance won't cover the operation and I have to come out of pocket. Um, if, if I have my emergency fund that covers all my deductibles, technically I can just cash flow every medical expense I have uh, until I hit my deductible, right? So let's say from the age of 25 all the way to the age of 65. If I never take money out of my health savings account and I also never contribute a dollar to that account, all I do is, is let my employer put in 750 bucks each year just invested in a S&P 500 index fund and wake up 40 years down the road. That health savings account, whenever I get 65 and I go on Medicare, is going to be worth $735,000. And I didn't have to put one penny into the account. Now, if I were to go round up... Uh, you know, to let's say, all right, I want a hundred bucks to go into this thing each year or each, each month. Right. Um, so to break it down from a monthly perspective, your employer would be putting $62 50 cents in each month. So if I said, I'll put in another 37 50, um, when you get 65, your account would be 1,175 grand. And that's just from you putting in $37 50 cents a month into a health savings account getting all the tax benefits from it, et cetera. So where I get a lot of questions and a lot of kickback on this is, well, you know, hey, that's great. You know, let's say if I get to the age of 65 and I have a million dollars or first example, I have 735 grand. 
well, that's great and everything, but how in the world am I going to use all of that money whenever I get older? Or, you know, if I have Medicare, I mean, I might only be using a couple grand every year until, you know, Medicare is taking uh, care of all of my expenses. Well, here's what's awesome. So previously I said, let your emergency fund at a bare minimum be at your overall deductible, right? You know, and, and you should be in a place where you can cash flow a lot of your $100, $200 medical expenses here and there. Well, here's what I do, and here's what I recommend to a lot of folks that I talk to about a health savings account that are doing a high deductible plan, is that you set up a medical expense file. And in that file, anytime you go to the doctor, dentist, you name it, you ask for a receipt, and you go put that receipt in your medical expense file. So here is where one of the most awesome things about these accounts come into play. So we talked about qualified medical expenses that the IRS will let you take money out of the account tax-free. Well, there's no time limit to that. So if I'm 25 and I go to the doctor and I have a $500 visit, as long as I save that receipt, if I save it and I get to be 65 years old, well, guess what? I can go cash in that receipt, consider it a, the IRS will consider it a reimbursement, and I can pull $500 out of my account <clears throat> tax-free. So here's what's awesome about that, is that if you're a young person, there's going to be a lot of medical expenses you have over the course of your lifetime. And if you're able to pay for that money out of pocket until you hit your deductibles, all the way until you get to be 60, 65 years old, you're talking you might have $100,000, $200,000 or plus worth of receipts and reimbursement that you can pull out of your health savings account as a tax as tax-free month. So that's one awesome benefit to it. And as I was saying, you know, when you get to be 65, you could have almost 750 grand in this account without you having to put in one penny. That's all from your employer. So, you know, and where this ensures uh, success in retirement is that you know, this is just another huge bucket that pretty much you can lay your head uh, down at night knowing, hey, if anything happens to me medically, I got a huge, big old pile of cash sitting here of tax-free money that I can go get the best medical treatment, the best medical help possible for myself, and I don't have to touch my retirement money. I have to touch any other savings I have. This is solely designed for it, right? So, there's a lot of benefits to this, you know, really, um, this is a, a big benefit, especially for those of us that are working at a company, we have a employer contribution uh, benefit to having a high deductible plan. So, you know, with that, I would say your 401k match, obviously, that's like the gold number one rule that you not need to try to take advantage of. But guys, if having a high deductible health plan makes sense for you, I'd really encourage you guys to take it, especially if your employer will contribute 
750 bucks for you as an individual or 1500 $2,000 for you if you're electing as a family. Given the course of 10, 20, 30 years, that really can stack up to your favor for you to never have to put a, a penny of your money in. So with that, guys, hopefully uh, t- this was a, a quick one today. Hopefully y'all learned, you know, we're able to take a good bit of uh, some points, good bit, bit of knowledge out of health savings account. You know, it doesn't make sense for you, especially with open enrollment coming up. And um, yeah, I really would encourage you to do your homework and see if this would make sense for you. All right, guys. Well, once again, thank you so much for tuning in to the Wealth Accumulation Podcast. And I hope you guys have a great, safe, and blessed week. Take care. Thank you.